Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Inside Support Driven Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Chan. And today I have a special guest, Alexandria Schrader from the Support Driven Community. Welcome to the show, Alexandria. Hey, Scott. Lovely to see you. Thank you for accepting my invitation. I invited you here to talk about conferences because that has been a big deal for us in the past and will continue to be a big deal for us. I wanted to share some of our thoughts around it and what's ahead for Support Driven. So I get two questions every now and then. One is, when are we going to start doing in-person conferences again? And then the other is, are we going to do a virtual conference? I've asked you both repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so, let, so let's have that conversation on the podcast. I'll start with the in-person question. For us, we're going to wait until other people do in-person conferences first. It's a gamble to do it right now or to do it this year, not knowing how things are going to be six months from now, not knowing if people are going to be comfortable traveling or if they will be traveling for work. And so we're going to wait for others to go first. And I also want to Sure that we will definitely do it. That's legit. I've been waylaid in Canada for majority of the year because I'm frankly too scared to travel. I think for me, it changes as more of the population, you know, gets the, the vaccine. So let me ask you this, right? Because so much of that really comes down to not what I would like to happen. It's a lot more driven by, are you willing to travel? What hurdles would need to be cleared for you to feel comfortable to feel safe traveling to a conference? I think at my relative risk level, which I'm pretty lucky to be in a a lower risk population, it really would just come down to having access to the vaccine in this age group. Ideally, it'd be something where we could prove vaccination of attendees or present your vaccine card or something that would make me more comfortable. But in the meantime, I'm wearing two masks and, and just soaking myself in hand sanitizer. Personal comfort level is, is one factor. A lot of people's company travel policies have also changed because of the pandemic. That's true. At Slight, my company, we would typically have four times or so yearly meetups. We call them off-slights instead of <laughs> off-sites. Haha. But I haven't met my coworkers yet. It's been about a year and I still haven't met anybody. It's so bizarre to think because I'm in meetings with these people. Right. I, I talk to everybody every day in Slack. We work together on everything, even mm-hmm. across teams. And yet I, w- I would say for my company's part, we're probably a little bit more skeptical than some about doing meetups quite yet. But I I think maybe by next year that should relax. So if Support Driven were to make a comeback in 2022, I think that would suit me quite well personally. We will definitely do conferences. I just don't know when. And I think that's also another good measure is when companies are doing their quote normal travel again, because that would definitely be a factor for us. Because if that's not happening, then I don't, think it would make sense for us to do a conference because the vast majority of people who come to the conferences are doing so through their company rather than out of their personal pocket. It's true. That's the nature of conferences. But I don't know, like, like clearly I'm, I'm missing human contact. I miss seeing people. <laughs> I miss hugging people. I miss all of the things we all miss. But for Support Driven in particular, it was such a good place. Like I, 
everyone uses it as networking, but mm -hmm. for me, like I have some great friends that I met mm -hmm. through Support Driven that I still talk yeah. to every day. Okay. And then and I have my last two companies, mm -hmm. my former colleagues, I get to see them again yeah. at Support Driven. So it's really cool. And like compared to like, a, am I allowed to like talk about other conferences by name? Yeah, absolutely, of course. But you've got like your user conf or, or these kind of things where it feels like the entire thing is literally only there to sell you stuff. And it, it was so nice, especially with the expos yeah. for Support Driven, having a, a community-based conference. Yeah. So I guess this is where I start asking you, since I don't have my fix, I don't have anything in the meantime, would you consider doing a digital event this year? So great question. And the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> No. And the reason for that is probably, so there's a couple of reasons. One is I have not personally experienced like a, an amazing digital event. I haven't mm -hmm. heard other people talk about having a great, amazing digital, virtual online experience. Because because I think that's one of the things that is that you, you can automatically see, right? When you compare people who are going to in-person conference and follow their social, right? Like they're posting, they're excited. You can tell that they're excited. I haven't seen those kinds of posts when mm. go to digital events. So that's one aspect of it. Then the other and probably more important one is that nobody's asking us to do it. I think I've seen it discussed in it's, this. Are we going to do it? But the, the passion isn't there. You know? Maybe it just needs streamlined. Maybe it's a different sort of event, but at things like GDC, the game developer conference, yes. I was running around like a chicken, just in chaos, going mm -hmm. to one in every 10 talks that I actually wanted yeah. to go to. I wasn't seeing everything. And I was relying on that online access after the fact to go through yeah. And listen to everything. So maybe it actually, maybe I'd absorb more content. Maybe I would learn more from, not that I want that to be forever the standard, yeah. but in the meantime, in the pandemic, when I don't have another option and I do want to still improve right. in my career, like maybe it would be good to have just the sessions and have a lot of breakout talks and let people meet. Yeah. I would love to hear about someone having a great conference experience and then we could learn from that. Maybe we could improve it. We can adapt it for our community. A lot of us are zoomed out and, and unless mm -hmm. the conference experience is different enough, it can often feel like another round of Zoom. If the talks are good enough, if the quality is good enough, if there's mm -hmm. enough planning, honestly, you're not going to get the same experience, right. but it doesn't have to be all Zoom either. There's so many weird technologies. There's so many new technologies that you could try out that everyone could play with. You could still have kind of a, a vendor setup. I don't know. I'm seeing it. Like there's there are ways it could be done. This coming from me, like I've my degree was animation. I used to make assets for virtual world games. So I'm coming from the bizarre universe of like Second Life and IMVU. And I'm just thinking, wow, all the things we can right. do. Yes, I'd be willing to try if we could have a some kind of virtual experience that could be fun for people. So there are some online experiences that I think would be fun. I don't know, necessarily know that constitutes like throwing a conference for it. An online escape room where you put into teams could be super fun. We just did that in oh. my offsite, my whole company. So. 30, 30, yeah, we, we used a service to do like an escape room. We yeah. had like whole day builds where we paired into groups for our time zones yeah. and came together to discuss ideas about educating our users, improving the product, new features, things like so, this. So, so I would be willing to experiment with like smaller 
formats, like smaller, cozier groups, like maybe where people know at least some of the other people in advance. Because mm-hmm. I think that makes a huge difference. It's, it's the difference between kind of walking into a room and not knowing anybody versus reconnecting and, and spending time with people that you like. So I, I think that could be really cool. And I think mm-hmm. that's the thing, right? Is there's definitely opportunities to do like online, virtual, digital experiences. But I don't think we can just take something that's been happening in person, throw it online, and then think it's going to be awesome. No, of course not. You can still, you can, the talks are going to be about the same experience of listening to a talk of looking at the slides yeah like presentation has been pretty well nailed online so this part will be will be essentially the same and the the thing that was so special about support driven was Mm -hmm. that you had all these breakout talks so maybe it's just you need to wrangle people and push them (laughs) into these discussion groups somehow it has to be feasible right there has to be some kind of custom zoom setup where you can shuffle or, or not zoom again async you can find a way to set people up to discuss it at their pace i think it's definitely feasible i think there's opportunities there i, I you know I, I don't anticipate or i see opportunities in more other kinds of things right like the digital escape room and other kinds of experiences more so than online conference mm-hmm. there is another thing that i could see us potentially doing with all the dots connected which would be an online career fair. I'm thinking ahead, projecting future hiring needs and going, <laughs> yes. Right. right. So like maybe that could be something that's helpful where you know, there's chances to meet people, there's chances to ask questions, learn about different companies. Maybe there's online workshops or talks like related to improving your resume, practicing mm-hmm. interviews. What if you sold access though? Hear me out. What if you sold access to like different tracks? I'm already, I've already got my ideas floating to the front oh i would love to do a talk about offering all hands support and scaling an all hands team i would personally pitch that i would love to present what if you pre-record the content curate it work with people to deliver the best content and then you have that content and it's offline it's not like a live event i don't know what if you did have vaults of kind of career building stuff as part of a career fair like i I think it could come together in like a pretty pretty interesting way yeah yeah so i think there's a lot of interesting things there for us there's definitely a focus of sustainability in terms of okay who's gonna help organize this there's a lot of things we can accomplish with volunteers and with people from the community but there's also a fair number of things that like have to pay somebody to like to take care of these details and to do this work there's tons of amazing ideas and we'd love to see them happen if if we can't do it sustainably right then we're we're gonna essentially just run out of gas right you know i mean that you should charge for it and it should be sustainable i don't know like it should be able to you should be able to pay for the people you need to hire to make it work you should be able to pay for the technology you need to run it i definitely wouldn't expect even as a speaker for this kind of like a vault of content and these kind of resources to be free support driven it's weird that you can even join the community for free honestly but i know that's like a weird thing but i'm coming from a history of all these professional organizations that i'm paying to be a part of it's it's miraculous and, and strange <laughs> that that I haven't paid for support. Well, we're, we want to change that <laughs> conversation for another time and, and, and change it from to make this like pay or anything, but add on to what already exists and just, but yeah, conversation for another time. But, but yeah, so that, that's like where we're at right with that is we're open to trying things, doing things. And I think there are opportunities with virtual experiences, but I think it's, it's, it's the wild west right now in terms of what's out 
there and what's working or not working. True. I've tried a few different apps that gave you like a virtual presence. Right. You're like a little camera on wheels carting around this <laughs> island. You're like on a 2D map and you're just a, a little avatar of yourself like right. walking around the room. There yeah. are a bunch of different like physical presence replication softwares. Yeah. You, uh, you know what I <laughs> love that I, I, I don't think we could ever happen is, is to have an animal crossing type. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. You've just awoken like my dreams. <laughs> hey, like if, if we could have that kind of environment in, in a, I would love to have that as a, like a virtual like town, like, with, mm-hmm. like a little house and you can, I don't know, maybe you could go visit okay. each other, right? And, <laughs> you know, go to the town hall. It'd be so much nicer of a meeting if because I'm just thinking of how often I'm on video. It'd be so great if it were just like, they could get some kind of camera mapping. I'm talking in real life into my camera, but the other person sees the, I'm a fuzzy little bear and I'm just talking. This is like matching your lip movements. It would be so cute. I would love that. And I think that's something my CEO even mentioned. He sees like the future going to animate it. Like you're not actually on video, but. Because there's a lot of energy consumption in right. hosting these uh, two-way videos. So I'm pretty sure my CEO has posited that's coming. Yeah. Animated procedural bits. Yeah, I think, is, is that, is it going to be like that? Or is VR going to become like mm-hmm. uh, where the mode for online quasi-physical interaction? Because I don't think the, there's enough people with VR to really make that work right now but like i'm a weird house that has like multiple right. <laughs> our headsets right um, but, but, does, but, you, but but you look across your team does everybody on the team have a, a vr at headset? least at least a few at least yeah. a few have the headsets uh but not probably the same platform and not like in truth like any use over a very short period of time quickly gets nauseating they found tricks right they can you can add like a stub of a nose because humans are so accustomed to having that having nose, nose reference for the physical space. So if you add like a little nose, people get less sick. It makes sense because you almost use the nose as an anchor or a focus point. It's true. And that's, I guess, the solution. So eventually it'll be better. Like maybe VR, AR, something will work out. Because I know there's a lot of platforms trying to be define like how, you know, online meetings or online getting together working. I've gotten pulled into using Around lately. What is that? It's just another video conferencing app, but you have all these color filters and you're, everyone's just a little circle and it's very small and unobtrusive and friendlier. So that's been a fun one. There's all sorts of companies I haven't tried. But that will always be an option because even when we are doing in-person conferences, like the door is still open to like online experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll consider it, but I think for now we're, it's not on our radar and our general kind of, I guess, position on it is we're going to wait and see what other people are doing for so other <laughs> similar conferences right if we think they're, they're having great reception great success or just people are really enjoying it then that will definitely get our attention can you run a poll can you run a poll with this podcast can you ask the community how they feel about it yeah we can <laughs> i'm just gonna keep pushing until suddenly okay. there's an online I'll conference i'll put it in the show notes we'll put this in front of the people and, and hear what they have to say and we'll see what happens Let's do it. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation and coming and and, uh, 
and chatting about this. Always fun to talk to you. Always a pleasure, Scott. And I'm going to go jump back in the queue. Before that, where's where can people find out more about you or where would you like them to find out more about you? It's true. Uh, you can find me in the support driven Slack at Alexandria or you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm Alexandria Schrader. I am the senior support person dash only support person 